Welcome back to Views from the 50 and NFL podcast, where we provide coverage on all things NFL. I'm your co-host, El Jefe, and I'm joined here by my fellow members of the SFN crew. How y'all fellas doing tonight? Good. Excited to be here. Another week. The man them come, you get me. Back in the ends again, then with me little one. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Still. Everything is everything, man. Uh, I, don't, I don't really have much to say. Thanksgiving is coming up. Getting hungrier by the, by the second. <laughs> yes, Thanksgiving is coming up. Yes, you're right about that. And as we're going to be eating, there's going to be games playing all day long, starting at uh, about 1230 um, our time. And uh, what is that, 930 uh, on the other coast? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep, 930 on the other coast. All right. So let's get right into it. Up first, there, there's the Packers that are traveling over to the Lions. A nice little divisional game for us. Um, the Lions just recently struggled against a worser team, in my opinion. Um, so I'm, uh, to see the pa- uh, Lions struggle like that against a, a different uh, opponent and the Packers are starting to put things together. This might be an interesting game um, on a short week. Um, both teams don't, uh, you know, coming in with the same amount of rest, same amount of att- um, time to, to get ready for this game. I think the Packers may hopefully be able to swing one through. Jordan Love may be able to get one at the end, get some get something done, a walk off field goal maybe. Uh, we may see a, a Lions get a loss right here. How, how y'all feel? Lions winning the game. Yeah, what yeah. he said. Uh, to be honest with you, I mean it's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a divisional game. Obviously, you know it should be tough, but uh, Lions should handle business and uh, get this W. Um, What's his name? Uh, Jordan Love is missing Adam Jones' game. He just has uh, A.J. Dillon, um, and he's still trying to figure out his receiving core right now, and it seems like he's just not clicking right now where he needs to click. Um, Lions are on a roll right now, and they want to at least obtain that two-seed in the NFC. So they'll keep fighting. They should get this. I mean, despite what it looks like Detroit, um, who's still out? So they still have CJ Gardner Johnson that's still out. Um, Jonah Jackson is slated to be out, and Emmanuel Mosley. So they don't have any main corners that seem to be playing. So it's like I said, if he can manage to connect with his receivers, it it should be a decent game. But once again, having time out of there is going to be very difficult. A Hutch is a problem. <laughs> and and if you don't get it out of there, he he's going to get you, bro. So it's going to come down to really that defensive line. And if they're able to get to Jordan Love, Jordan Love's not going to have a good day. And and Jordan Love's already having trouble finding receivers now, like you said. So once again, if you have a Hutch attacking him that way, it's it's going to be a problem. I'm sorry, basketball terminology, rushing him. No, you're good, man. <clears throat> I mean, because, you know, football players be hooping, so it is what it is. But, no, I mean, Detroit, with, just like you're, you're talking about Aiden Hutchinson, is is one of the, the the young upstart talents that the league has seen. And they have Kirby Joseph in the in the, um, in the the secondary as well to help sure up, you know, any sort of uncertainty uncertainties that they may have, you know, or, or the Packers may try to exploit. But, 
you know, this this Detroit team is is firing on all cylinders across the board. David Montgomery, he didn't really go too far. He was in Chicago. And then, you know, they still have um they have the Gibbs kid as well. And I'm sorry, I was playing, I was playing it for a second. Jared Goff, you know, he, he's looking like the the Jared Goff that took the Rams to the Super Bowl, even though they lost. So that this this Detroit team is is not gonna have any real issues, even though this is one of those Thanksgiving bowl games, you know, we're used to seeing. Lions are, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, okay, like the 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 legacies, like the Brett Favre's, the Aaron Rodgers, the Barry Sanders on Thanksgiving Day. So this is one of those situations where Detroit is back, and it's 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 exciting to see. So, but you know, I agree with both of you guys. Detroit's going to get this win, and it should be done fairly easily, despite it being a divisional game. Yeah, I just want to, I just, I just want to shout them out real quick too, as well. You know, first time at eight and two since nineteen sixty. It's a good time. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good it's, time. That's all I gotta say. It's just good, good time. Yeah, yeah I think I think we might have been we might have been still fighting for rights. If I'm not absolutely, mistaken. absolutely. So Let's they weren't they weren't too they weren't too good at times, but uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're we'll, we'll get there. We, we'll, we'll get there. We were still we were still fighting for rights. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> you know, we were just getting <laughs> over the hump. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> You know, we're yeah, right there, you know, right over the cusp, um, you know. But yeah. Put your parlays it's, it's out right Detroit. now. Amon, Amon Ra, St. Brown, over 100 receiving yards. David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, also one receipt, one touch <clears throat> on the ground, a piece. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's not bad. Brown versus Board of Cases. Nineteen fifty four, baby. Nineteen fifty four. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're, um, we're getting over that. Uh, cost, uh, let's let's get let's get back let's get back to the let's get back to <laughs> Sav's segment right there because he he was saying the good things. He was. Go ahead. Yeah. Cool. Just y'all ridiculous. Um. But yeah, like I said, Amon Ross St. Brown, a hundred yards receiving. David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, one touchdown apiece. And maybe maybe Jameson Williams alternate fifty plus, and nah, that's a reach. I won't call that. Nah, we'll stay right there. Giving Amarad touchdown is is a lot for over a hundred yards, but then again, over a hundred yards you probably should score. But then again, yeah, Amarad touchdown and over a hundred yards. Jameer Gibbs and Dave Montgomery one touchdown apiece. That's I the agree. final ticket. That's the final cool. ticket. I'll hold you to that if I if I come out of retirement to bet. So I'll hold you to it. Yeah, I think I may yeah, put it in man. myself. I think tomorrow. I think tomorrow That's... I'll be uh, I'll be in a good mindset to be able to just go ahead and say, you know what, here. It all it all sounds good. Right. What I will say is, when the Lions traveled over to Green Bay to play them, they beat them by about fourteen points. The Lions, the this line right now is only sitting at um seven and a half. So I mean, hey, who's to say they may not do it again? So you know, get some plus money, bring that spread up a little bit. Maybe even just nine and a half, you know. I'm that, you know, get a little plus money, like I said. Sprinkle something down, make some money on Thanksgiving while you're eating your food. Twenty-eight to fourteen, final. There you go. That that minus nine comes in. You plus say money. Twenty-eight. Is. Twenty-eight to fourteen. Twenty-eight. Oh, twenty-eight. I'm sorry. I thought yes. I heard forty-eight. I was gonna say Jesus Christ. Yeah, so, you know, that's a fourteen-point win. You know that that um minus nine and a half hits. You know that's some plus money for you. Get you get you some bread on Thanksgiving. So you know, go go Black Friday shopping. <laughs> but let's get right into the next game, uh, where most people um around the world will be eating during. Um, the ca- Commanders are traveling to the Cowboys. 
Um, and this will be a rematch for Dak because Dak got embarrassed the first time he ever had to play Sam Howell and uh, at the end of last season. So for me, what I need to see is I need to see a rejuvenated C.D. Lamb. I need to see Deron Bland in the, in the backfield uh, locking up Terry McLaurin. And I need to see the Cowboys come away with a victory. Um, I, <laughs> Sad man, you look like you're chomping at the bits to say something. Sam Howell, 200 plus passing yards. Yeah. Sam Howell, 200 plus passing yards. Terry McLaren, one touchdown. Brian Robinson, one receiving touchdown. Michael Parsons, three sacks. I mean, I actually like it because I know Howell definitely go over 200 yards. So I actually like it. How do you feel, Cowboys fans? Yeah, and, and 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 who'd you say won the game? Oh, you want me? You want me? I figured I'd let Ant talk, and then we come back to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I don't like okay, the Sam ahead. Howell two hundred yards, um, thing. But last time he only got a hundred sixty something, so I I I don't like it. But you know, it is what it is. Um, okay. Tara McClure in the end zone. You know, I'm not going to speak on that. You know, if he finds his way into the end zone for one and they lose, you know, good for them. Um, but Micah Parsons, three sacks, man. You know, you see it right there, man. I'm promoting him every week. He's right here, number eleven. So if he gets in there one, two, three times, hey, that's like a that's like what wrestling one, two, three, pinfall, victory. I like it. Love Sam it. Hell, Sam Howe ended up throwing three touch. I mean, three interceptions last week, and still ended up with two hundred plus throwing, receiving yards. And he also was sacked eight times as well. He's getting two hundred one. Calling it out. Just, I'm just saying. I mean, I don't think it's going to be high scoring. I feel like your defense is going to do somewhat of its job, but I, I still feel as if 24-21 game is very is very likely. It's just y'all MO. Y'all, y'all don't really finish on Thanksgiving. That's just kind of what y'all do. I'm chilling on this one, Ed. It's all you. Yeah, no, I mean, the the Cowboys haven't played well on Thanksgiving in recent history. We all know that. Last time we played the Commanders on Thanksgiving, we did lose. Uh, no way fans of what's about that. The last time we played Sam Howell, the Cowboys lost. Granted, the game didn't really matter much. We were still – we were getting ready for the playoffs. And Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that much is very – that much is true. We can't – you know, we, we can't dispute that. But no excuses. The Cowboys did lose to the Commanders last time we played. The commanders will be without Emmanuel Forbes. Um, some would say that Emmanuel Forbes hasn't really helped their defense because of the scheme, and he's not really fit for that scheme. They did trade away Montez Sweat, and they traded away Chase Young. Um, Brian Robinson Jr. and Antonio Gibson are they're not bad pieces. Sam Howell had three turnovers last week, going along with the commanders' six turnovers against the New York football giants, who the Cowboys defeated by, what was it like, it was like 80-something to six and combined two games this season. But, you know, the Commanders also play well against the Philadelphia Eagles, so what we see is that the Commanders play up or they play down to their competition. With that being said, CeeDee Lamb has been playing lights out. People have been complaining that CeeDee Lamb plays in the slot, things of that nature, but it's almost as if, you know, the Cowboys aren't allowed to move around their wide receiver number one. It's only, you know, all other teams can do that except for the Dallas Cowboys. So, um, regarding Deron Bland, I, I did say that previously. I, I would rather us focus on winning the game, whether he gets the pick six record or not. 
that's not of concern to me. I think that the Cowboys should just go in, do not overlook this opponent because the Cowboys can easily overlook the commanders. The Cowboys do not perform well on Thanksgiving, as Sav put it earlier in the segment. I do believe that the Cowboys this is this is a very good opportunity for for, for the, the Cowboys to show who we are to the NFL that we're not just, you know, guys that are just gonna, you know, play low to opponents that we think are lesser than. I mean, we've done that to other teams that are deemed bad teams, but I think we need to do it to another divisional opponent. The commanders who have a tendency to play well in certain in certain bright lights. So Jerron Curse is listed as questionable. Rico Dowdle, who is arguably the better of the two running backs, at least the way he's performed, because Tony Pollard, for whatever reason, has decided to run a little bit timid this season. I don't know if he's going to be, I don't know if he is a feature back. It's kind of a similar situation where we had, you know, Marion Barber, Julius Jones, or Julius Jones, Felix Jones, and all that. You know, you kind of have to have this the smash mouth running back, then you have the speed running back. I think Tony Pollard is the speed back. We have to have somebody that's physical. Rico Dowdle is that physical back. We need to get him more involved but he's listed as questionable. Um, I think Devontae Turpin needs to be involved this week if he's you know able to go, as well as Brandon Cooks and uh, Michael Gallup. I know Michael Gallup got involved last week. This would be a big week for him to really get reincorporated with the offense so we can kind of flow into next week and the following week where we have to play Philadelphia because we have the Commanders, then we have the Seahawks who are, you know, NFC um, – NFC playoff team, perennial playoff team. And then we have the Philadelphia Eagles coming up, and then we have a gauntlet coming up after that. So the Cowboys have to really lock in. This is the time of year where you are either setting yourself up for success or shutting yourself up for failure. And I think this is a big time. This is this is a big game on Thanksgiving to take a step in the right direction. Okay. Okay. Well, hopefully we do just that, and uh, C.D. Lamb gets back to what he was doing uh, best. Um but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, this is the highest spread game of the uh, Thanksgiving slate, which to me I think is um, savage. Crazy. Bells. I think he believes that somebody's yeah, going to lose. The, he's uh, he believes that somebody's going to lose this game. He hasn't really said who's going to lose the game, but he really feels that somebody's going to lose the game. I gave a score. You didn't say the who 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 was on the twenty four twenty four side. He said twenty four twenty one. But you didn't say who was the winner. Commanders are going to beat y'all by 24-21. Y'all thought it was going to pick y'all. Y'all are tweaking. Yikes. <clears throat> what type of time y'all thought we was on? Yikes. <laughs> what type of time did y'all think we was on? Absolutely not. Y'all are going to lose. <laughs> are going to lose on Thanksgiving like you normally do. It's unfortunate. Right. It's going to happen. Y'all play like shit on Thanksgiving. It's. It, you look up all you want to. He admitted it. I know it's accurate. You know it's accurate. She knows it's accurate. Doesn't matter. Thanks. Okay. That's that's just what happens. The only thing that's going to save you is like you said, if nobody really can guard CD Lamb. Looking at the roster, they don't have anybody who can really guard CD Lamb. And that's honest opinion. Like that's not even honest opinion. That's a, a fact looking at the yeah. roster right well, now. I'll tell you this. Commanders plus five thirty. FanDuel right now, money line. Go ahead, put it in if that's how you feel. You feel first... Look, I'm putting it after the first couple cups tomorrow. How about yeah. that? No, last that's last fine. five games, you are correct. Last five games, we were two and three. You were absolutely correct. We have a losing record of the last five Thanksgivings. I didn't even say that. I mean, ultimately, you said that by you saying that we play bad on Thanksgiving. Oh, so you were speaking on Thanksgiving specifically? 
Yeah, I was. I said in the last five. Oh, I wasn't sure if you were speaking on Thanksgiving. I apologize. Misunderstood. No, no, no. No, no, no. I, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was in agreement with you. Sorry. And that, I mean, as a Cowboys fan, being objective, 1,000%. We, have, we don't play our best football on Thanksgiving. We lost to the Raiders 36-33. Yeah, we, lost, we, lost to the, we lost to the Washington football team 41-16. to That was horrible. We lost to the Bills. And then we beat the Commanders in 2018. And then we beat the Giants last year. So, yeah, we don't, we don't play our best football on Thanksgiving. I agree. But now we tomorrow we have to play or we have to play our best football. Right. It's time. Like y'all gotta have to utilize the pass. Like realistically speaking, like Kendall Fuller. Well, I mean that's that's where our Kendall, bread is Kendall Fuller, Cameron Curl, Percy Butler, and then their reserve corner is Benjamin St. Justith. Um, and like I said, like you said, no Emmanuel Forbes, that really does hurt like secondary wise for them. Um, because like I said, granted. Yeah, Dak for 300. Huh? Huh? What? I said Dak for 300. We don't have to to get it. We don't have to get into the specifics. You won't even put that in. So don't even give me that shit. We don't have to get into the specifics. All the the Cowboys have to do is win the game. I'll send you the ticket. Let me see. Jimmy Johnson wasn't was is getting ready to be inducted into the ring of honor. The Cowboys look, need to look, focus on matter of fact, actually, yeah. I'm not right. even gonna put I'm not even gonna put that in because I don't even play nothing. It's only plus one sixty four. They know what time it is. I'm gonna tell <laughs> you, know you this now. I'm gonna say so they know what time it is. <laughs> y'all, y'all come out. Y'all gonna come out flat per usual. Y'all gonna score two touchdowns and they're gonna score more touchdowns. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving. How you're gonna? And somehow CD is gonna score the last one, and then they're just gonna kick a field goal, and it's gonna be 24 21. Mm-hmm. Tragic. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Um. I don't believe. Sorry, you. I left you a little flustered. I don't believe you, but we'll see what happens. I think anybody's flustered. I mean, that's that's your opinion. Not Everybody's you, him. Uh, I'm sorry. No, you're not. You just you just go away. It's just not gonna happen. But in any regards, um. At the end of the night, there's always a, a late game for, for Thanksgiving. Uh, this year, the 49ers are traveling over to Seattle um, to take on Geno, um, who's hopefully feeling a little bit better and will be able to play this game. Um, Seattle's been real rocky this year, um, and the 49ers look they look like they're back on track. Um, I know this is a divisional game, um, but I think the 49ers might, might go into Seattle and, and smoke these boys up. Uh, how y'all feel? It's yeah, gonna be should... go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You want it? Yeah. Um, I was just looking at the defense and Seattle's defense secondary wise actually pretty full strength. Witherspoon and, and Woolen back there are really different. Um, and like I said, Woolen being six four is able to stretch so he can play a little bit more loosely than other than other cornerbacks at his position. Um, so in my opinion. Sam Fran's receivers are going to have to get very shifty um, to be able to get some of those passes caught. Because like I said, they, Seattle, like I said, if you throw anything to Woolen, if it's not in front or leading away, leading away from him, you're going to have a, you're going to have a bad day. Um, but, and then Witherspoon's speed really takes into account as far as how much time you put in it, how much air time you put the ball. Uh, <coughs> so it's just going to depend. But I feel like, only thing that's going to save them, and I feel like Purdy is going to have a lot of time back there. I don't feel like they really – Seattle has a lot of really good pass rushers, in my personal opinion. Um, but pass rushers we should be worried about, in my opinion. 
I think they still have what? They still have Warner, right? Yeah. Warner, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, but they 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 use him more of like zone, but it just just depends. But I got San Fran winning that game. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally agree. Uh, should be San Fran to take care of that W. Um, I can't see Seattle getting this one. Uh, even as good as they've been playing, Gino just went down with like a slight injury with him getting slapped by our by uh, Aaron Donald the other day. So it was, it was rough. Uh, so he's a little bang, banged up and it's a close week how it is right now. So I can't see them doing anything really major this weekend or tomorrow. Um, that San Francisco one, probably by like a touchdown or two. And then the piggyback on what you were saying, Kenneth Walker is doubtful. Drake Young is doubtful. Exactly. And yeah. Gene Smith is questionable. And this is as of today. Yeah. Yeah. So San Fran is the healthier team, and they are healthy at the right time. So good luck. Yeah. Maybe we spoke about it earlier when we're saying that this is the time of year to really want to, you know, get into the nitty-gritty of, of, you know, football. You know, really want to lock in and establish yourself as who you want to be going into the postseason or going into the latter part of the season and then the postseason, second half of the season. So, San Francisco got the injury bug out of the way, obviously, with the exception of Fango, who was on IR. But, you know, in the event that he can come back or, you know, how, however it boils down, San Francisco is still a pretty solid, pretty solid team, and their offense is going to be firing all cylinders once again. Debo Samuel seemed to have been the missing piece, and now he is back. So Brock Purdy is back and ready to go. Unfortunately for Seattle, they just have that. They just happen to walk in. They just happen to walk into the beast that is San Francisco, who I picked to be the best team of football in the beginning of the season, and you know. We've, we've said it in a week in, a week out before they started. They had that little mini fall off. But, you know, Kendrick Lamar said falling off is a sickness. I, and I heard it is quite contagious. It doesn't seem to be contagious for San Francisco because they are healthy and getting ready to take back over what they feel is theirs. And that is the NFC. We'll soon find that out. Unless my Cowboys have something to say about that. If they can, yeah. you know, mature. If, if y'all can make it. Yeah, if we'll, you can. What I will say is though they'll they'll have it. There is a team though, you know, outside of us that 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 has something to say about about the best team in football right now, and they'll be playing them real soon. And unfortunately, that's the Eagles. So well, I hope that ifs and buts are candies and nuts, so we can all have a wonderful Christmas. <laughs> Should be an interesting oh, one. <clears throat> It'll definitely be an interesting one for sure. Um, but as far as Thanksgiving. Those are the three games that wrap up the slate. And then uh, that very next day, they bless us with the Black Friday game uh, where the Black Dolphins Friday are going to. special. <laughs> yep, a Black Friday special where the Dolphins are traveling over to the Jets, uh, where this was supposed to be Tua versus Aaron Rodgers. But unfortunately, we're getting Tua versus uh, some random guy named Tim. Tim Boyle. Oh, so. yeah. I mean, look, Tim Boyle, but like it's Tim Boyle. honestly, I, I I think that we should take. And I, I may have said it in the earlier segment I was talking bad about Zach Wilson, but I, I personally, I actually want to apologize because Zach Wilson was probably not prepared for this for this season. He's probably just sitting back, letting Aaron Rodgers do his thing, and now look, he he was thrown into the fire, and it's it's unfair. It's unfair for Zach Wilson. 
So I, I personally want to, with my moment of clarity, apologize to Zach Wilson because he doesn't deserve the slander. He's done the best that he could given the circumstance. And it's it's a little unfair. Granted, he, he hasn't played the best in the previous years, but you know, he's had, he's had two, he's had multiple offenses that he's had to learn on the fly. And this season it was it was supposed to be Aaron Rodgers' show. Freak freak accident on the field. And he's just thrown into the fire. And he has to be the sacrificial lamp. So I want to apologize to Zach Wilson. I wish you the best of luck in your career. Um, you know, hopefully things change. And, you know, you get another chance somewhere, if not later on this season. But, yeah, I'm sorry. With that all being said, the Miami Dolphins are going to handle the New York Jets 1,000% Black Friday. Make sure to go shop because I don't think this game is going to be close in any way, shape, or form. Do what you guys need to do. Well, yeah, this, game's, uh, uh, this game's midday, around 3 p.m. over here, around noon uh, on the other side. So, um, midday special. Yeah. yeah might. Um <clears throat> I will say this to you, and um, I highly disagree um, because <laughs> all I got to say is this man, Zach Wilson, played all preseason, every single game from start to finish, and even even the last game from start to finish, and had his time to play in the preseason, had the offense down, went through the offseason with his favorite quarterback that he watched growing up and still was playing like trash. I think we got to just let him go. Either you just got to go to another team and start fresh because he's not good in the New York market or he's just not good in the league. He got to go in the XFL, but I can't, I can't defend Zach Wilson. I can't. He's had enough chances though. every single year that he's been in the league now. And then now you're behind your mentor. This is like, no, this is like me. If I was like behind Revis, cause I, I idolized Revis when I was playing football. Like if, if I played behind Revis and he was teaching me my, his ways, I'd be on cue. I wouldn't be playing like trash. So, How long was he actually with Aaron Rodgers? Like maybe a month and a this half. Whole offseason. From the from April. From the April when they went. Yes, from April all the way through the summer. And then played every game in the preseason. That man, somebody who he idolizes, bro. I, I don't know. This on him. This is on him. him. Oh, man. He didn't have this this is year three. This is year three, bro. You got to sure, figure it bro. out. No, you're look. I I'm not. I'm not trying to make excuses, even though I probably did a little bit. I'm just saying that I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. I just get. You just gotta. You gotta find a different environment for him. He, he don't have that in him. Kids from Utah. Let's just leave it at that. Yikes! Um, yeah, but now the the I'm Dolphins. Glad I don't, I'm glad I'm not from Utah. The Dolphins should definitely come in, come into New York, and uh, or I guess it's really New Jersey and handle business here. Um, I know it's a divisional game, but I think they'll definitely win by double digits here. Um, the Jets' defenses, they're no slouch, as Ant said previously in other episodes. Um, but it's unfortunate that they have to just sit on the field and and not necessarily get exposed, but get tired out and just have to give up touchdowns, just have to give up field goals. It's not their fault, um, but, you know. It is I wonder why. Yo, if you don't leave my if you don't leave my guy Zach Wilson, my my ex BYU product alone. Hey, you gotta drop him now off your fantasy team because he's not playing no more. So hey. Same with Mac Jones. I might as well drop his ass too. That's fine. I dropped him weeks ago. 
Don't, don't be going to talk I'm, crazy about Zach Wilson when surprised Mac, Mac Jones. Hold on, I'm surprised I've, Mac Jones I've or Zach Wilson made the team. Mac Jones I've never been a fan. fan. But it don't matter if you're a fan or not. You're a fan because you're a fan. I'm a fan of the Patriots. You, when we when thing. we drafted this man, my thumb was down. I was like, this is horrible. I don't know what we were thinking. But you still so, had support, correct? Because he's on your team, correct? From the folks up in there. Oh, not me. It wasn't for me. I, I, I had no faith in back. I'm 100%. I'm, I, he just can't get it done for me, Doug. He can't get it done for me, Doug. Yeah, well, unfortunately, man. It's unfortunate. But I don't, honestly, yeah. I don't know why either one of those uh, two quarterbacks you just mentioned or anybody's fantasy team, they don't deserve to be rostered. Um, yeah, you, but, first off, yeah, you had Zach Wilson rostered in any of your fantasy league or yeah. Mac Jones. You were tripping. You're tripping. You're bugging in itself. You're yeah. right. You're probably at the bottom of the barrel. Better off Danny, you better all start Danny DeVito. Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes. Hey, I, I replaced <laughs> Mac after week three with CJ. And CJ's been a blessing. That's all I gotta say. You got so lucky. Yikes. Hey, look, hey, look you just struck a nerve. Stroud, you just struck a nerve with Sav. Sav's, Sav's, Sav's face went from so happy to pissed in two in a matter of two seconds. <laughs> Trigger. Triggered. Hey. Yes, sir. But outside of outside of Thanksgiving, outside of Black Friday, let's get to a couple um Sunday games. We got a good matchup coming up at 425. Um the Bills, they finally got back on track. One game over 500 um, as of last week, and they have to go and travel over to uh, Philly to play the Eagles, the hottest team. Uh, or I'm sorry, the, the tie for the second hottest team because they got as many wins as Denver right now, which is a big surprise. But um, but mm-hmm. realistically, one of the hottest teams in football, um, if not the hottest team, the Eagles, they got to travel over to Philly. Um, Buffalo right now, I know last week they looked to get back on track, but – I, after this week, they'll probably sit, be sitting right back at 500 all over again at six and six. And it's unfortunate. Um, the Eagles have cracked 10 wins already. Um, I don't want to see it, but I'm going to most likely end up seeing it. Um, and that'll most likely be the outcome. Uh, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs will probably end up struggling in this game again. And I think, I think Jalen Hurts will get it done on the, in the passing game. Um, I know he didn't, he didn't fare too well passing last week. I think he'll pick it back up again this, this coming week. How y'all feel? I mean, Philadelphia was able to, I don't want to say take apart Kansas City because it was one of those games where, you know, they came, they, they scored at the end more or less. But I, I Philadelphia, like like we've said, at least I, what, I, what I've said week in and week out, Philadelphia finds ways to win the football game. Buffalo has struggled this year. They haven't been on the same page. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs have had a little bit of disconnect. There was another serious injury last week. Um, on Twitter, they call it the, uh, what is it, the ambulance, which is just a little a little tasteless because DeMar Hamlin was able to recover, and now they've named an ambulance after him, which is kind of crazy yeah. to me, but that yeah, was a little tasteless. But um, – there's just, there's just a lot of things going on in Buffalo, and you know it's not they're not going in the right direction. I don't want to say too much because they still have to play Dallas has to travel to Buffalo, but Buffalo's not really clicking, and this is this is not the right time to not click. I do think that if they can upset the Philadelphia Eagles, 
you know, if, if this is a week to get on the get in the get on the right foot, this is the week because you're going up against the best team in football. You have to play your best brand of football. You have to show that you're capable of, of doing that. And so they just have they have to go out there and in and win the game. Sorry, that was that was crazy. Like they have to go out there and show that they're able to take apart this Philadelphia defense. And that's really where it's gonna that's really where the issue is gonna lie. Because Philadelphia's offense is slow paced. They're gonna try to beat you into the ground with their offensive line. They're gonna do the tush push. They're gonna run with DeAndre Swift. AJ Brown's gonna run his little in route. And then if they can't get anything done, they're gonna throw downfield. Devontae Smith. They don't have Dallas Goddard. Not until he comes back against Dallas. No pun intended. But the the, the big thing for them is that Buffalo is gonna to have to attack that secondary. Philadelphia's secondary is their weak is their weak point. And if Josh Allen has time, he has to find Stephon Diggs out there because that's that's where it has to be. He has to they have to attack um, Darius Slay, and they have to attack Bradbury. Byer took advantage of a, of a bad pass by Patrick Mahomes. Got to pick in the back of the end zone. So you have to look that guy off, and you have to find a way to get Stephon Diggs football. That's how you're going to beat Philadelphia. Yeah, no, <clears throat> I totally agree. Um, that's key points. Um, Definitely those couple guys got to be on point uh, for them to get something done. Um, I feel like they can get this W. Uh, Philly is coming off a higher win that they've been uh, studying Kansas City for two weeks, probably since the offseason, really since they lost to them. Um, they're coming off a high you know, victory on the road and everything like that. So it might be some one game that Buffalo could catch them slipping and then save their season too as well. So it's something to watch out for. They're very capable. But at the end of the day, I still do have Philly winning. Um, they're at home. It should be probably a close win for them, uh, probably like 24-20 or something like that. But I do say that, you know, Buffalo is still capable uh, if they're willing. <laughs> we'll see how this second week offense is looking with Joe Brady. So, Yeah, I mean, they definitely they, needs this win more. Yeah, so, I mean, they, they handled the Jets 32-6. The Jets, again, a very solid defense. We, we've agreed yep. there. No. And Philadelphia, I mean, they they play really good football, but they're that's that's where the weak spot is, in my opinion. Their their secondary is the problem. If Josh I can't can... I can't fault the Jets' defense just yet because they're so they're they're so hopeless out there because they know that that offense is not going to get it done for them. So it, it's not even them letting up like like you know touchdowns and things. Okay. Let me give you an example. I played in high school. I played on the O and I, I never won a game after I left from Sherwood. I went 0 and 20 because my team was awful. You know how demoralizing it is to be on the field when you know your offense isn't going to score, but you know your defense is, you know what I mean, is is all right, but still you know you're you're going to come back on the field because your offense is going to be four and out. That's how the Jets feel. It's going to be four and out. They're going to be back on the field. They're not going to get enough rest on, you know, the bench. So it's it's more demoralizing for them mentally as they get onto the field, just because they got to deal with that. So that's just my take on that one. I you know, man, I I just can't. It's unfortunate for them at the end of the day. That's that's why I feel like the Bills went off. Plus, they want they needed to get their get back for that week one debacle for them losing. You know, having that comeback with a Rod going down and everything, and them losing to the Jets. But not in there, there. You know. No, agreed, agreed, agreed. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a little demoralizing, you know. You don't you you don't you don't really get any rest three, four and outs, you know what I mean? It's like, all right, well, you know, this this is all gonna be this is gonna be an all defense game. And that was all she wrote. 
So good luck. You know, with that being said, good luck, Buffalo, man. Yeah. Somebody has got to stop Nick Sirianni. Because I when I was like that and somebody's got to stop okay. these Eagles fans because they've just been voted as the most annoying fans. Uh, in well, the we've NFL. already we've already known that we've already known that we've known that they're neck and neck with you. They're neck and neck with you. We're, neck not, neck we're, with we're nowhere we're nowhere near as bad. Let's come on, man. They're, they're well, I think, terrible. I think I think the percentage was about four or five percent in between, but but, um, <laughs> but I, I, I do, I'll speak for myself. I know I do I'm believe. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I do believe I'm not as bad as 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 the higher percentages. Um, so, but in any regards, um, you know, go Bills. I will say that. Um, but I do, I do think the Eagles should win the game. Um, but outside of that, um, there's some Sunday night football where the lights are shining bright. That's going to be played where we'll get to see the Ravens in action for the first time since Mark Andrews went down on Thursday night football. We'll get to see how Lamar and company responds without their favorite tight end when they travel over and play the Chargers. Um, the Chargers, they haven't been looking too good this season. They're two games under 500 currently. And with the um, with the new offensive coordinator they got this year, they thought this whole offense was going to be revamped and, and revisioned and, and revised. And it looks to be, you know, okay, but that defense is just struggling, giving up a bunch of touchdowns. And I don't think anything will be different in this game. Ravens got a, a couple days of extra rest in this. So I think the Ravens will be better. Um better equipped to handle this business. Uh, even without their tight end, I, I I just think their defense is enough to get things done. Uh, I think Keenan Allen and Eckler will still get theirs. They've been showing up and showing out all season long for, for Justin. I still think they'll go off and, and do their thing, but it's just not going to be enough once again. Um, how y'all feel? Yeah, I want to say that the Chargers win, especially with this being in L.A., um, it's a similar situation how the Bills need to win. They really need a win right here. So I really want to say L.A., but, man, I'm not a fan of their coach at all. He's awful. So And he's still running their defense. Uh, their defense is still letting up points. If Lamar and them get one sniff of it, they're going to find a crease and they're going to score some points on them. I still remember what the what the Ravens did to the Lions winning 37-3. to So something like that could be hung right on L.A. because they give up so many dang points. So I'm I'm going Ravens. Yeah, the 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 I thought that Kellen Moore was going to be the issue for the for the Chargers, but that defense is just god awful. They run that that what is that quarters deep or whatever. They just uh, they don't make any adjustments whatsoever. And against much of what I've said in previous years, Lamar Jackson has been accurate this season. He has not played bad. He's been able to throw within the numbers. And he's also been able to complete the deep ball, you know, once his receivers run under the ball. You know, he's got some reliable receivers this season. I can't believe I'm saying that. But Lamar Jackson looks good. And you know so. what's you know what's crazy is like most people they get paid and they just start disappearing a little bit. But Lamar looks like he got better once he got that bag. That's, yeah, I think. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean he 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 doesn't he doesn't look bad. It's, I mean his regular season he's completing sixty nine point five, so we can say about seventy percent of his passes, which is bad. seven out of ten passes. That's hey man, more proud to you. I I can't knock you anymore. I can't I can't talk shit. We can't we can't argue with facts, as they say. You know we can we can have our opinions that are not, but objectivity and facts are key. So 
And Lamar's Lamar's doing it. He's proving a hater like myself and other haters wrong. So Ravens, best team in AFC right now, in my opinion. Probably going to smoke the Chargers. Chargers got to figure it out. I feel bad for Keenan Allen. If you if you Keenan Keenan try to force your way to Dallas or something. Actually, no, you're old. You never mind. Never mind. Ride ride it out. Ride it out in LA. Don't worry about it. I'm sorry. That's my fault. That's my fault. It, we nah, it's okay. Hey, that was my bad. That was my bad. That was my bad. Keenan Allen's about thirty. I forgot. 32. I forgot. He's, I forgot. He's not yet anymore. Like yeah, me yeah. But I will say he's having one of the best seasons I I think he's ever had. Um, he's really he's really doing his thing. So um, I, I love Keenan Allen, but yeah, I love Keenan Allen. No, nah, I do too. He's a great guy. Great guy. Um, Is he a great guy? Do you know that he's a great guy? Do you know like does he like save animals and and. and Spend his time handing out turkeys. Do you know that he's a great guy? What if he's really a bad person? What if he's uh, actually you know, a terrible person? He Wilders. volunteered. He volu- He volunteered to hand out, um, you know, Thanksgiving turkeys this year. Okay, I know that's fine. I just, just want to make sure he actually is a good person. You said he was a good I don't, guy. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I said to make that. sure he was actually I don't, a good. I don't. Guy. I. I don't know if he did that, but I do hope he did. Because like, like he he realistically could be like committing acts of terror behind the scenes, but he's an excellent football player. So we're like, oh, he's a good guy, but like he's not at all. Well, Keenan, I, I I hope for for be like a serial sake, killer for all we know. For for purposes of of this, I, I hope <laughs> you're a good kidding. guy. I'm just talking. Uh, I'm just talking uh, shit. He's a good guy. I hope you're a good guy. And it, you know, also I will say, shout out Mike Williams, man. It would have been nice to see both of them together this season. Um, <laughs> they were doing that thing early. Very prone. Yeah, I know it's unfortunate, but I hate to see it. Mike um, Williams is always down. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to see it, but I hate to see it. um. But outside of uh outside of Sunday night football, there's one last game that comes on Monday night where the other lights are shining bright. Monday night football, you got the Chicago Bears after giving up a tw- uh after letting the uh, Lions come back, uh being up twelve, they're gonna travel over to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Um, Joshua Dobbs, man, he's who's he's been he's been getting this team together. I know they just lost a nail biter. Uh, to the Denver Broncos, but as I mentioned earlier, Denver is one of the hottest teams in the NFL, right up there with Philly right now, with uh, tied wins win streak right now. So Denver's doing their thing. So you know you can't can't look past Denver. But when the, when these lights are on in uh, Chicago and the Vikings have to play each other, I think Joshua Dobbs is going to show up again. I think he's going to get this team two games over that hump of uh, of being over five hundred. He's fighting for a wild card position. While the Bears are tanking for a draft position, um, the Bears may show some promise in this game. They may even be up at one point in this game or another. But ultimately, at the end of this game, Joshua Dobbs is going to show up and he's going to get this team um, in the right position to either kick a field goal or or get a touchdown to end this game. That'll probably be a close one. But like I said, Vikings for the victory. How y'all feel? You know, uh, go, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, it's it's. The tank is in full effect. I know that Wayne is also looking at some quarterback prospects, but I, I think the Bears are going to make it a point to not allow Belichick to get his hands on a, another potential well, generation. But you know, I saw a report come out today. They say they still they still have Justin Fields as the future of the Bears franchise. That report okay. came out today, so they could very well get Marvin Harrison number one. And get another piece, number two, three, with that uh, Panthers pick. And then, offensive oh, line, offensive, offensive lineman. Oh man, they could get something nasty going in Chicago. That's what they need. 
Hey, with Justin, hey, with Justin Marvin Harrison Jr., they could get something nasty going on in Chicago. They need a running back, actually. They can hey, hey running backs come a dime a dozen. They can find somebody. Hey, that's all I need to hear. As a Patriots fan, that's all I need to hear. But at the end of the day, um, I mean, I want to see the Bears win. Honestly, I do want to see the Bears win it because it is a divisional game. Uh, it, these ones are always tight. Um, as Justin Fields showed last week, him coming back, him having, you know, his team back with him and all that, playing against Detroit, uh, he played pretty well. So, I mean, it should be the same exact kind of story this week. I wouldn't be surprised if they, do it, if they win this game regardless. But, um, yeah, it, it'll be another Josh Dobbs show. Let the passion not go off and do what he got to do to get this W and uh, keep him in the playoff race. Yeah, that, that Josh, go ahead. What are you gonna say? No, go ahead. Go ahead. So I was gonna say Josh Dobbs is gonna have his team, you know, primed and ready to get to the playoffs. And whenever Justin Jefferson comes back, he's gonna be in good hands. Yeah. As he said, his health comes first. And that's great. I'm glad that he's taking it like that to be 100 percent so he can be back and be back and be great. So but um I do want to say, as y'all said, y'all called Joshua Dabbs the pastor not. I want to mention this. Did y'all see that photo going around of his parents in the stands? And they were under the caption it said, um, wishing he was going back to NASA. <laughs> yeah, I did see that the man. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> No, his boss was enjoying it. But I'll tell you this, they'll they'll definitely enjoy it if their son makes it to the uh, playoffs and gets that bag in the NFL. So I won't tell you that. But, yeah, I definitely see the the Vikings should come out on top on this one. Um, Like I said, the Bears will probably make a competitive divisional game and all, but we'll see what happens. Joshua Dobbs, he's he's been getting it done. He's the story this year, so. All I got to say, one thing before we close out. The Giants and the Patriots game is this weekend. It's meaningless. It's only meaningless if you look at the standings, but it's not meaningless if you think about it. This game is for Caleb Williams. That's all I got to say, because we're the only two teams after the Bears. Ted needs a quarterback in the draft standings right there. So if we lose this game, wait a minute, wait a minute, because that's all I got to say. Now you brought no, 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 no. Now you brought something up. So we got to talk about it real quick. Go ahead. Got some time left. All right. So we got to talk about it real quick. You said you said the Giants, but I think the Giants might have found the answer, which is great. Which is awesome. I so love the to hear Giants that. might be out of the quarterback. The Vito, I love to hear that. <laughs> Honestly, hey. but so, if Danny Dimes. If Danny Dimes starts showing up, hey, quarterback race might be out for the Giants. Have to be serious, man. They're not going with fucking DeVito. Hey, 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 hey. You know, you find him a dime a dozen. Who knew we were going to go with Dak Prescott? Remember that? He, Remember he that? He was showing promise. Remember that? He was we, showing we promise. Him. He had one on every level. Yeah, my man was showing promise after uh, DeVito. DeVito is not the next Tony Romo. Was, was DeVito not drafted by the Giants? Was, was he an un, was he undrafted? I think he's like undrafted. Yeah, he's undrafted. Practice squad. Yeah, practice squad. So. Regardless, regardless, he showed up and he showed out this past week. Yeah. If he if he puts on these last couple weeks of the season, the Italian say, stallion, Devito. Yeah, it started from the bottom. Now he's here. Hey, who's to say the Giants be out of the quarterback race? And I still believe Caleb Williams does not deserve to be the first quarterback drafted. 
He won't be. I'm going to put that out there right uh, now. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, he might be. Wait till the pro days. Wait till all that. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going like four. Yeah, no, it's, it's quiet for that. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be real quiet after that point. But, yeah, we'll see. All I got to say is that's all I'm worried about for this weekend for these games. That's it. Just keep an eye out for it. The game is in New York, too. Sounds like you're rooting for the Giants this weekend. Hundred percent. Wow. This city like man is about to be. Hey, but you know what? I, I will say this: the Giants, the Giants. Man, well, it's not the Super Bowl. The Giants only have the yards numbers in the Super Bowl. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it, bro. And yeah. Eli Manning's not still behind there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Bill Belichick against rookie quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, he he does his business, but we'll see. We'll see. Danny Dimes dialing it up this weekend on the Patriots. Hey, Giants out of the quarterback on watch. The new Danny Dimes. This is Danny Corners, new, bro. This is the new Danny. <laughs> Danny Pennies, dog. Right. <laughs> Come on. We'll see. Oh, yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good for the yeah, it'll be good for the draft stock. It'll be good for the draft, man. It'll be interesting because because you still got other teams in, in the race that could be looking for a quarterback this year. Um, like the Titans, man. Nah, I think they, they'll stick with Levis. They'll stick with Levis. Levis showed no problems for him. They'll stick at least another year or two. They'll stick with him at least. Well, there's a couple. There's a couple of good quarterbacks coming up, man. They all got to get a drafted ton. somewhere. There's they a ton. At least somewhere. at least three or four that can be starters, and you know, yeah. So we'll see. You know, I will say this: I have I have a strange feeling if one of them's still there in the second round. I see Jerry Jones making making that making that jump. I, can I can't see it. see it. I can't. I can't see it. No. I can't see it. No. After paying Dak that money, I can't. Not yet. Not yet. We and bring yet. it in. We haven't y'all... restructured. Hasn't. Oh, we haven't restructured him yet. Didn't y'all just pay him though? Like last year? Years ago, but but okay. they're, they're talking about restructuring his deal. We'll uh, see what happens. I mean, no. it'll be interesting. No. I don't know. But like I said, there's a lot of there's a lot of talent coming up. A lot of talent this year at quarterback position. So, so draft stock, like you said, a hey, hey, good point, Wayne. Like you said, draft stock is is very important, and it, and it's coming it's coming to a head. And that game against the Giants and Patriots is definitely for for positioning. So, it'll be something. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, man. Um, Y'all can catch us next week. Uh, thanks for watching. Um, you can follow us on IG at Views from the Dot Fifty, YouTube Views from the Fifty podcast, Spotify, Google Views from the Fifty. Until then, we are out.